Hi, I'm Krista. Welcome to Dumb Hot Mom. What's up, dummies and hotties? Welcome to an episode of Dumb Hot Mom, where we celebrate where we are now and reminisce about where we were then. I have got to say, this is probably going to be just a little mini so today. We are sick in the Humphrey household and my sweet baby has never been sicker and it is so sad. It is so sad and uh, we're, we're just... We're just trying to to get through and cuddle. And so I wanted to just hop on and give you a quick overview because I have been just devastated and interested and not interested in all this craziness going on about Mila, Ashton, and Danny Masterson. Okay. There's lots going on and and I I have to just start with a big old trigger warning. We are going to be talking about a lot of awful things. And while I'm going to omit the details because they are just horrendously awful, um, I just want to give a trigger warning because we will be talking about some heavy, heavy topics. But before we do that, let's keep it light and breezy. I have an announcement. I have earned a new rank in mamahood, okay? I did the nose Frida. I have kind of a funny history with this. Um, so before we really wanted kids, I was kind of really scared <laughs> um, of all the, the, the body things and the gross things and stuff like that. And I found a nose Frida in Target one this was like years ago. This was like maybe the first year Nathan and I were married. I found a nose Frida and I'm not kidding you guys. I had a panic attack in the middle of Target because I was like, this is disgusting. But you guys, it's exactly what everybody told me that you just do it because it's your baby and it helps so much. So anyway, I, I hit a new rank and uh, I'm really proud of myself. <laughs> Um, but I did, I did have a moment that I wanted to share with you guys because it goes along with being a dumb hot mom. So I was comforting my baby and it was 1am, her poor nose, we had, you know, cleared it out and then a couple of shower steams and a couple of vapor rubs and massages and all of those things. And I was just holding her and, and I was comforting her and I know this sounds silly, but for some reason I haven't Charlotte just by me. And my friend Lindsay, she said this that really helped me because her, her baby was also a crier as well. And she said her little spirit is too big for her body and she just needs to communicate but can't. And so that really stuck with me and I love that, Lindsay. Thank you for sharing that. But that's just like our little Char. Like she just has a lot to say and oftentimes I personally can't comfort her. We have to either, you know, get a toy or show her outside or even feed her to, to get her to stop crying, which has been really kind of hard on me, honestly, because I always, I, I have this picture in my mind. I, t I talked about this with my therapist today. Is this going all over the place? It is. I'm so sorry. I'm sick. What, what you going to do? Um, but anyway, I've, I, I talked to my therapist about what I've had in my mind is a nurturing, sweet mother who caresses the cheek and kisses the forehead 
and then the baby stops crying and that means that you're a good mom. And I know that sounds silly, but I just like, for whatever reason, couldn't, she would not be consoled by just me. And it was really hard. That has been really hard. Um, I haven't felt like a, a good, nurturing, sweet mom. And when I was sitting with her while she was sick, all she needed was me. And I had this like thought to myself. I was thinking, you dumb, hot mom. Of course you're a good mom. And it's okay that this little sweet baby that you have is, her spirit is too big for her body and that sometimes she'll cry a lot. And just because you can't console her with just one quick snuggle doesn't mean that you're a bad mom. And I know that this may sound kind of stupid <laughs> to some people, but and maybe it is, but I just wanted to sit in the mamas, dog mamas, human mamas, plant mamas, <laughs> that you're doing enough and you are the perfect mama for those in your life and it's okay and I love you and I hope you know you're loved. Let's go into some celebrity mom news. And we don't have a ton today, just a couple. So first, Paris Hilton took her little one swimming for Labor Day and the pictures are so cute. I absolutely adore her little family. She, it's so funny. It's like, I feel like she, it looks like she married a BYU graduate and they're just like this little family that is so cute. And because Paris Hilton is like, blonde and like kind of the stereotypical Utah mom is it's just kind of funny it's just kind of funny go scroll on her Facebook and besides like <laughs> besides like all the drinking and uh you know her DJing stuff that she does they're just like this cute adorable little I, I mean DJ away mama like get it I love that but the other pictures just kind of match some Utah blogger pictures it's super funny and cute anyway I love Paris she has been through a lot absolutely love her okay next Ashley Tisdale is a soccer mama and she took her little kitty to soccer practice. And that's so cute. I'm so excited for those times in her life. Although it seems pretty busy. Props to you mamas and daddies who, who are the soccer, the soccer parents right now. Okay. Food news. Remember when we talked about Chris Burritos coming back to Taco Bell? Well, I have two things to say about this. First, I got a coupon for Taco Time's Crunchy Burritos, which are so good, by the way. And I was just thinking about, does anybody else think of this? Like, I was thinking about the boardroom for Taco Time after they found out that Taco Bell was releasing their crisp burritos again. Were they like, okay, this is what we're going to do to combat that. We're going to send a coupon to people so that they come get ours. We're going to advertise this. You know, like, it's just so funny. It's just like food business. Are you kidding? Sign me up. It's so funny. Like the strategy behind food business. Oh, so funny. Anyway, I'm just a nerd, I guess. All right. Next, Hot Pockets Hot Ones are coming out in a bunch of flavors featuring spicy chicken and bacon, pepperoni and sausage, smoky green chili cheesesteak, and fiery hot pepperoni. I have been in my spicy girl era and these sound awesome. Just like a little spice. Oh, that sounds so great. I can't wait to try it. And last but not least for food news today, a pumpkin spice frosty from Wendy's has been causing quite the stir. Some people love it and some people hate it more than anything. And I, I want to hear, I want to hear from you what you think. Um, I hope I don't get canceled for this. 
Am I going to cancel? Um, I am not a pumpkin spice girly. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, please don't hate me. I, I, to be fair, I, I don't think I've had anything pumpkin spice for a long time. So maybe I need to try again. So don't, don't hate me yet. Like, give me grace. <laughs> but anyway, try the pumpkin spice frosty from Wendy's and let me know what you think. Today for our current pop culture quick fix, we are going to be talking about the sentencing of Danny Masterson and the involvement of Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher. Now, I'm just going to say upfront and honestly that I'm going to leave things out there. This is messy and there's a lot to this and there are layers. So thank you for your patience as I kind of go through just an overview of what is going on. So first of all, on September 7th, Danny Masterson or Hyde from that 70s show was charged with a uh, sexual assault and sentenced to 30 years in prison. Now, these happenings happened in 2001 and 2003, but they weren't brought out until about 2017 is when the first allegation came out because all members involved were members of the Church of Scientology, which discourages people to make accusations of that, especially to Danny, who was so high up in not only Scientology, but also so famous in the world. And basically Scientology didn't want one of their top members being accused of something so absolutely horrible. And so just a little bit of background on this um, as we get into the pop culture history of it. Uh, Danny Masterson... Um, in 2001, did some awful things to a poor girl, and in 2003, again, did awful things to two other ladies. Now, one of the ladies' mother was high up in Scientology, and so she ran to her mother, and she was like, she told her what happened, and her own mom told her not to report it, which is so, so sad, and so after that, they didn't go to the authorities, although they did tell other people what had happened to them. And I, I can't get into the details of what happened because they are so horrible, you guys. I I watched a couple of videos and I, I ultimately had to stop because it's not just the abuse of what he did. It's the manner in which he did it, which was so incredibly vile. And uh, these these women... Um, have lasting implications to this day from that horrible thing. And uh, they the, they were told to be quiet. They were told not to mention the R word. They were told, you know, don't mention. At one point he had a gun and he had drugged them to, you know, make them a little bit incoherent and disjointed. And it's just really, really sad. Um, he was actually fired from 70s show during this process. It was near the end of the run of the show, um, but he does not appear in the last, I think the last season. Um, and then subsequently he did another show called The Ranch with Ashton Kutcher in 2016. And he was let go and fired from that as well, because that's when the allegations started to come out. He 
claims that it was consensual um, and that it was not abuse. And he also claimed that one of the people that was um, coming together with this lawsuit um, was a partner, a longtime partner of Danny. And he was claiming that she just wanted revenge um, because she was unstable and that he um, was innocent. And um, that was that was kind of his side of things. So we have this, we have these things that are going on. And meanwhile, uh, we find out that Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher wrote what is called a character reference for Danny to give to the judge so that they would be a little bit less harsh on his uh, sentencing. So this was shocking to me um, for many reasons, but the biggest one was that Ashton and Mila day to day run a, well, not anymore, um, We'll get into this a little bit later, but Ashton actually stepped down from his role. Um, but in 2012, Ashton Kutcher and Demi Moore had started a foundation to help children from child sex trafficking. Um, it's a technology to defend children from sexual abuse, is, is what their website says. And it's all about taking care of kids and taking care of people who have been abused and it just, it, it, um, it really was a little shocking that they would write letters for Danny after, um, knowing what he had done. And the crazy thing is that at this point, they basically knew that he was going to be charged with something, right? They kind of knew that, um, he was going to, to be guilty, but they were writing character references to kind of help lessen his sentence. And so to me, that's just, it's just kind of crazy to think that they would do that. Um, but coming in from another point of view, this was their friend. This was their friend that they knew for 25 years and they were very close. Okay. Very, very close. Um, Danny Masterson was a child actor. He was in hundreds of commercials before he was 16. And then, um, in movies, um, when he was 11 and when he was 16 and starred in a bunch of different things and finally got a lead role in 70 show. And there he met Ashton. Now, this is where it gets a little bit convoluted. Okay. Do you guys remember a few episodes ago, we talked about celebrity true crime and we talked about Ashton Kutcher and we talked about his date, Ashley Ellerin. Do you guys remember about that? So, Basically, the story that I told and the story that is on the internet and uh, is held as truth until a few weeks ago um, was that Ashton went to her house to pick her up for a date. He didn't see her. He went around the back. He saw some what was maybe red wine on the carpet. He thought, oh, she's mad at me. I'm going, I'm going to go home. And then he called um, the police or he saw something on the news that she had been murdered and then he called the police. So that's, that's kind of the story that I reported on and that we thought had happened. But recently a woman had come out and she said, kind of tagged Ashton in the post. And she said, Ashton, I know about that night. 
uh, that happened in February of 2004. And uh, it was, it's kind of crazy. And she wasn't accusing him of being the murderer or anything, but she said that she knew that Ashton had seen uh, Ashley um, passed away and that he had called Danny and his agents and said, what do I do? What do I do? And Danny had said, don't do anything. Just report it tomorrow instead of, and say you didn't see the body instead of saying that I saw the body at this time, yada, yada. So it's all just kind of crazy and there's so much to it. Um, and we have to go back to the 70s show and talk a little bit about a few things that have happened there. So during the time of the 70s show, um, Hyde or Danny Masterson's character was kind of like the tough guy, right? And he kind of had that personality in real life as well. He was known for being kind of angry and um, kind of very sexual in nature. And in fact, there are a few video clips that are a little bit alarming of Danny saying that Mila was hotter when she was 14 than 18 and or that he wanted Mila to sit on Ashton's lap and then there was this video of Ashton saying you know some stupid teenage boy things but it's just all kind of creepy um and you have to think like these these people have been in the public's eye since they were teenagers. Like there's got to be things that they regret saying or regret doing. And ultimately some teenage boys are just disgusting, but it just, it, it really kind of turns my stomach a little bit, especially when he was on a talk show and I think it was David Letterman. And he was saying that he wanted people to do inappropriate things. And David Letterman actually jokes that, um, they'll get you. They will get you for that. And um, just kind of kind of weird, just undertones of kind of sexual violence just in his day-to-day -day communication with people. And it is such a devastating, heartbreaking case. And I'll be honest, when I first heard of 30 years, my first reaction was, whoa, that's kind of a long time. And not because I didn't believe the victims or anything, but because I... I think that usually people who commit these heinous, awful crimes don't get the punishment that they deserve. And, and then when it was 30 years, I was thinking, oh my gosh, that's a lot. But then after doing some research on what actually happened, I do have to say, I think 30 years is not enough. So it's, it's just so crazy. Um, Ashton and Mila, they, they have kind of been America's sweethearts a little bit, especially with their love story of meeting on the set of 70s show, being boyfriend-girlfriend there, and then ending up together later. Like, it's all very cute and romantic, and I just wonder, I wonder what the truth is. And again, as I, I try to do on Dumb Hot Mom, I try to have two sides to every story. And uh, I genuinely believe in the good of people. But this, this is a little fishy. And I, uh, I, do, I do feel bad for Ashton and Mila a little bit. Um, but then again, I, I think that they should not have written those those letters like that is so crazy they run an organization that helps against SA and they they supported a sexual assault 
assault her. So it's just, it's just all, it's just all heavy and sad. So I'm so sorry again. I hope the trigger warning was enough before we got into all of this, but I just wanted to dive into a little bit since we had mentioned the Ashton Kutcher case before and now Danny Masterson's tied all into it and he's got his ruling. And you know what? I think that all in all, that people are so complicated and sometimes the complicated people, they, they do things that warrant jail time. And sometimes they do things that warrant a little bit of speculation and a little bit of heat. Um, but I hope, and I, and I pray that mostly people are trying to be good. Phew. That was, that was heavy. Wasn't that kind of heavy? Should we, should we do something else really quick so that we can, uh, end on a lighter note. Oh, I know. I'll, I'll do a quick review of the concert. So I was going to come out with a concert review earlier, um, this week, but then again, um, but again, we had a little sicky, sicky, sick bug hit us and it's hit us pretty hard. <laughs> so we're just, again, kind of just, just in survival mode for the last little bit. And, uh, so here we go. Let's do a review of the concert. First of all, I do have to say that Joe seemed a little glassy-eyed. He seemed a little bit out of it. Um, he still did a good job. He still sang really well and was there, but he did seem a little glassy-eyed. I I am wondering if the Las Vegas show in particular was difficult, specifically because Sophie and Joe actually got married in Las Vegas, so I don't know if that played into something, but the show was so good, you guys. Overall, it was so good. It was so fun to just scream, sing songs with some of my best friends and uh, felt like a 14-year-old girl again. It was really, really fun. So I hope that you do something that fills your heart with joy and I hope that you have a great week. Don't forget to decide you're hot and also decide that you're a good mom. Come on, hot dumb mom. You're a good mom. You got this. I love you so much. Don't forget to rate and review. Happy 20th episode. Have a great week. Bye-bye.